I don't know if you heard. We, we you did. heard a little bit. What is that? Confusion. <laughs> no, don't show. Don't show. Don't show. Don't show. Don't show. Okay. We're live. We don't show. Confusion. Confusion. It was. Delusion. It's a compilation of Rue, Felicia, and um, Kamala Harris laughing. So it was just kind of a wall of noise, I'm assuming. Yeah. A little bit, but anyway. Hello, house guests, and welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, and say something gay. Gay, we are just drinking water, because hydration is important. That's all. Great. Hello and hello, I am your girl Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea, her. And if you have some tea, you know what to do, hit me up, and I, I too am just drinking water, because hydration is important, but if I was drinking anything, out of anything, it'll be from my cup mug, period. It doesn't matter, I have it. Cause cut, cut mug, and you can get your cup mug as well at lanajcreations.etsy.com. Well, we have all of our cup merch, not just this mug, but all of our cup merch. So check it out. Get your merch. Be part of the cool kids. Yeah. I love the cup mug cup plug. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. Yeah. One of y'all say something. Uh, I'll go. Okay, lit. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Uh, it's Brooke, queer college graduate who plays way too much fucking Smash Bros, a game I am currently incredibly sick of because I just spent an entire weekend at Super Smash Con. Uh, did not do well in bracket. Note. I did have to play Apollo Kage, though, who is like a top 50 player in the world. So there is that. Um, regardless, uh, I have really only been playing Smash Bros. this past week. Um, I brought a baseball back because in case we need to beat some of these bitches out of the scary verse. And I'm just here having a good time today. And I'm also drinking water because, as we all know, hydration is important. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Hi, bitches. I'm back. Um, I'm Esme. I, I don't know when the last time I appeared on here was. I could not fucking tell you. I could you. not tell you. I could not fucking tell you. We <laughs> cannot um, go two minutes. We cannot go two minutes. Oh, my Canada's God. Canada's Drag Race, Crave Original. I Canada's you that it's so much. Oh, uh, I, I ruined it. Um, I'm already back at messing things up. Um, I'm Esme. No. It wasn't even you. No, it was. I said it. No, that was. Go ahead. Do your intro. I swear on my intro. No. (laughs) I'm excited to be back. Um, I had a catchphrase before this, and I do not remember. We did catchphrase. Um, Oh, oh, Young Titan ready to fight. There was Young Titan ready to fight, and then there was also a Slay something gay. Slay. Yeah. It switched to that at some point. Who knows if it will. Who knows? I might come up with something new. Um, but I'm excited to talk about Big Brother. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to, um, yeah, slay. Slay. Well, I'm drinking water out of a not a not a not a cup mug. Um, I just ordered mine. Um, so yeah, we love that for you. We're, we're actually gonna. We are here. We are live. We are talking about 
Big Brother 25. Uh, we have an HOH episode to talk about. We have live feed updates. A veto has happened. Um, I think a veto meeting is happening here relatively soon. Right now. It already right happened. Now. It, already it has already happened. happened. It has happened. Mm-hmm. And we will talk at Talk length. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first, we got to talk about our Sunday episode. Um, we've got uh, the end of the d- wildness that was Riley's HOH. The absolute wild, wild, just wild. Um, and where we left off, Julie was asking, where did the house guests go? Oh, no. It was See, this, is why we, this is why we need to pay our actors a livable wage or we get shit like that. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys seen um, the live action version of the Country Bears that Disney did all years ago? No. You know, that the, there's a scene in that movie where like Christopher Walken, who's like the bad guy in the movie, is like a scale model of the Country Bear Jamboree Hall, right? Uh-huh. And this man goes, oh no! It was very similar. It was Great. very similar. Right. It's like a Disney Channel actor trying to st- trying to lie to their parents. Well, yeah. So we we come back. It, we have an HOH competition in the Nether. Ooh, Ooh. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised they are going with Nether region. I kind of <laughs> hate it, honestly. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> It's very camp. No, I wouldn't even say it's camp. I think it's dumb. <laughs> but what was dumb not dumb camp. was this HOH competition. This, this HOH competition. This was, was cute. This this is probably one of the like cooler comp ideas they've done in a hot minute. It it was almost reminiscent of like the first time they did the microbrew veto on All Stars, like. Something refreshing yeah. and new and interesting that doesn't really remind me of any other comp, which I appreciated. Yeah. The only thing that's really reminded me of that I can mention is like st- um, something from like Escape the Night. Um, it feels like it could have been a it, an truly and honestly something from Escape the Night. No, I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. It did it's, have like minor Otev energy, just like the idea of absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, uh, but not in like the stumps waterfall otev is kind of like musical chairs of it all but like yeah (laughs) but in the like go around find clues find where you need to be Mm -hmm. land situation yeah i i agree so um so the the nether gorgon is here i love come up with a better name mama i'm okay with it it was really that was cam that was cam (laughs) Um, but that was that was camp for sure. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. god. The but... set they were on though was like Loki. If this is Big Brother's budget this season, I'm here for it. <laughs> and it wasn't even in the backyard. It was like on a different lot, on like a different part of the same lot where they have the house, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. I don't think they've ever done a comp like that before. Um. So. Not in a while. I think the other one that I think of that's, like, very, very similar to it, honestly, is the Black Box. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the one that gives me the most vibes of that, but... I um, mean, then the, half the time, they just put the Black Box in the backyard. True. 
yeah so like true 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 uh but it was really cool to see i really appreciated like it does kind of make the whole multiverse feel a little bit more developed than just <clears throat> different things are taking over the backyard yeah i love the fact that we are able to now spread out a little bit i feel like you're on a lot we know it's a studio lot they should have been doing this before like i understand you have other tv shows that were in production but i'm like it's a studio lot y'all changeover is always evolutionizing ever, ever moving ever you know many changing parts like they should have been able to then go out into other lots and do other things like even though now i guess big brother has free reign to mm-hmm. run amok over cbs lot since nothing else is filming there apparently it's like great i'm here for this life Oh. It's Robin. Hi. What's up? Hey. 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 What, did I, what did I walk in on? We're, we're okay, talking about the HOH. We're uh, okay. Am I better? Am I good? A little? You're I great. Guess. You're great. You're, You're great. great. I don't see. This is this is our serene moment. Um, <laughs> a, a late entry, but we love I, it. I mean, the seventeenth panelist, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> we just walked back in from the HOH and she's serving champagne. Just there. Yes. <laughs> they now, are. Who's, now who is Robin's now who is Robin's kid in this situation? Not who's my it would kid. be you. It would oh, be us. It would be you. Okay. It would be you. It's us. But, <laughs> but anyway. So like I was saying, I, I love that they have more free reign to just go across the the, the the lot since nobody else is filming right now, and they can go do that. I wish, I hope they continue to do that because I feel like this was one of the better HOH competitions I've seen in a minute. Um, I I kind of enjoyed it. I, I thought the names were a little, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like calling it the Nether Regions because you know <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> gross. It's the law, but you know what? Have fun with it. We'll, we'll go to the nether regions and well, enjoy themselves down there. So. They, they can't call down it there. the nether realm because that's copyright. That's so, copyright. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, honestly, if this is what they're going with, that's very Big Brother. I can't even be mad at it. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah. So, they, so basically, the comp, they're in this like they're in the nether region. It's like this set that's almost like a neighborhood uh, decked out, kind of like an old school horror movie. Um, and there are like five locations that they can hide from the nether gorgon each round. Uh, and before that, they give them clues as to like well, clues where they are uh, supposed Please. to hide to be safe. Uh, it's not really clues, more like in, implicit directions, but who, who's counting? Um, so it's something like uh, if there are three crows at this location, you'll be safe or something like that, right? Uh, and then once everybody's got a spot, because there's a limited amount of spots at each location, the nether gorgon comes out and these like really cool red lights flash to show where the nether gorgon has attacked and then they run through this really bad CGI portal. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. trot that they did once they get through the portal in the backyard, like that was like that. Like a group of six of them come running out of the portal. No, and the best part about that because I was watching the big group that had 
that did like three locations and there were six of them going in. And um, I was, I didn't look at anybody in particular before, but when they were coming in, I was just watching Izzy do the fake run and it was so <laughs> entertaining. It was literally boom, 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 boom. Very nice. You know what? It's all campy and cheesy, but I think that's what we like about Big Brother, I, the yeah. little camp yeah. actor. So I'm not mad at it. I, it looks corny, but it's funny. And so, I honestly mm-hmm. like how they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, Absolutely. And I think Probably. what's also great about this type of comp is that this was like, I, what Lana said about the sets is like, this one like was a pretty, seemed like a pretty easy set up. Like if this was just a set they had, because it's just mm-hmm. like they put down like mm-hmm. basically like, tiles like there were circles circles of where people had to stand to make mm-hmm. sure they could do that with a different set piece of so, like put them in the gilmore girl girls set i don't know <laughs> like, so it was literally somebody's neighborhood set that they already had yeah. and they said okay let's make it dark and let's put some fog in here and then we'll put these placements right. where they can stand and then we'll add some little props here that like, to make it, it spooky head. Um, right just a little spooky stuff but i love that and i feel like we all know they're living on a studio set, so why don't we make these comps more cinematic, more because right. every year you get more budget, so level up. Unless we go just give, uh, or you just go give us the pressure cooker like we've been asking for for 25 years again. I mean, you can do that, and you can just put that in the backyard, and we'll be happy about that too. It's coming. But it's coming. I can feel it in my bones. It's I feel coming. like it's it's gonna come. Yeah. I feel like they talked about it enough this time for it to come. I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to come after like a big moment though. I don't feel like you can just do it after a unanimous vote to evict someone who's basically been outcast by the entire house. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, so, yeah. so basically you're saying like something like um when we have a split vote and the house is like <laughs> Divide it down the middle, and then we can just throw in the pressure cooker to start to end the live night, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like Thursday, because that's exactly what's happening right now. Just saying. I'm just saying it's not that difficult to build a giant box with buttons in it. With buttons in it. Would they do it with this many people still in it? I think it would be mm. so camp if they did it because it would be what. Um, 15? Like what? Thirteen people. Thirteen people. Mm-hmm. Thirteen people competing. I would let. I would live for that. There's also yeah. the idea that they delayed introducing another house guest after this past eviction threw off their numbers. It's not Derek X. I don't think they're doing it. That's 100 been confirmed. I don't think they're doing it. I would assume it's going to be somebody from a different reality show. I don't think if, they're doing it. I don't if think they're, they're, they're doing it. it. I think it, about it's been two weeks. If they were going to do that, they would have did it last week. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to do bring somebody else in the house two weeks in because number one, how fair is that? Number two, it's still throwing off the numbers and we memory wall to where we can have everybody in the right place since we kicked that other person out. Yeah. So and why would we now screw it up to it take the memory wall away? Not only is it unfair that this person comes in two weeks later, this person also has no, two weeks of not knowing these people. Imagine right. where it's like the multiverse is crossed over and they bring in somebody from Big Brother Canada. I would lose my mind. Or like they should just do a whole show like that, but whatever. True. Or if it's like a one-week twist. Like, don't even leave this person in the house. Just like, ha- like full-on like Rachel Riley when Rachel came back into the house during mm-hmm. BB13. Like, 
have them in for a week, let them cause drama, like bring in Ika, let her cause some drama for a week and then have her leave. Right. Like how they have the nether region. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like how they have the nether region, I would say like one of the quote unquote punishments is one of the house gets to leave for like a week and then they bring in, they swap them out with some one of these big, Oh yeah. From somebody okay. from BB Canada, another reality, just for the week or something. Arissa Cox. Let Arissa play big brother. Come on now. Please. I'm just but, saying, if the idea of BB Can versus BB US has not been even attempted yet, it's depressing. Yeah. Anyway, we get eliminations after eliminations. We also find out that the person who comes in second place in this competition is going to the nether region. As if we weren't in the nether region. They just stay there. No, they got to stay there. They got to stay there. We have to talk about the acting chops of Miss Felicia because she was just like... I mean, because she That's is related Denzel's to Denzel sister, Washington. Right? Why, she, why would <laughs> she not Mr. have Washington. acting chops? Mr. Washington. She's related to Denzel Washington. She's supposed to have acting chops. Like this duh. is not claim to fame. This is Big Brother. Like why can't it be both? It could be both. Why can't it be both? both right now, kind of. Wait a minute, you're telling me. Well, I mean, it is actually kind of claim to fame. It's <laughs> because Jared. It, it is a little bit like that. We have we have we have Derek Fields and we have Izzy Fields. So you know, right. Oh, yes, yes. Of course. Izzy Fields. Yes, of course. Yes. Well, for uh, those who for those who may not know our casual viewers who may not have heard this 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 rumor this tea that Cameron has dropped on the house that Felicia apparently is related to Denzel Washington. So. Uh, for all of our casuals who don't watch the live feeds, that's a little live feed nugget for you. Cameron is claiming Felicia is related to Denzel Washington. The tea is cold. The tea is uh, stale. The tea has been sitting in the fridge for two weeks. It's bitter. It's, bitter. <laughs> it's disgusting. There's a film on top. It, no. it's, it's not even tea. It's starting to separate. Maybe you would call that. It's starting to separate too. It's like you know, like when oil and water. It's just like, yeah. It's not tea. It's milk. Like really bad milk. It's, <laughs> it's just. I was like, that's what you. That's what we're doing. That we're we're just gonna start saying everybody's related to other. Okay. All right. Oh my. But you were saying. That after all of the mess that was last week, we only know that one person tried to throw this comp, and that is shocking to me. Like, I would think there would be, like, six or seven people who were just like, throw, throw, throw. I don't want this. I don't want anything to do with this. Because Corey threw. That's the only person we know for a fact threw. And then Heisman said he didn't want to win. Um, well, but, Julie. And well, Julie. Throw? It's a pretty uh, easy comp to throw. Well, no. So the diff. Okay, so we get to the final two, and the final two in the comp are Heisem and Jared. And mm-hmm. I'm realistically, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, well, neither of them should win this. Well, like, no. Neither of them really should win this. No. But so they get so they get the final clues. They're going. Jared attempts his door first and gets it wrong. And he's like. The thing is, and he was so, so by cocky. proxy. Heisem Halloween. And so like, by proxy, Heisem wins HOH. 
Hysim has yeah, Hysim played in H O H. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. He Thanksgiving himself right on in there. He was so cocky and was like, I got the right door. He was like jumping, right. cheering. I was like, oh. I was <laughs> like, all that, and you picked the wrong door. Please. Right, all of that, please. You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. He remembered one clue and decided that was like enough to understand what was supposed to happen. And it was all together, don't go to the door that starts with number four or something. And he goes to like 420 or some shit, like something like he goes like the, four, the door 420 and ends up losing. And Heisem ends up winning the HOH and now has won his second comp this, se this season. Unnecessarily. Two, two, second or third? Four. Two this is second four. Or two or four. Well, at this current moment yes. that we are discussing, this current moment we're discussing, second um, of four wins. You're fine, baby. Don't worry. Yes. About and, um, and, has and, and he didn't come in last in his first round either. So it's, I mean, that you can count that. He came in second. Throw. He came in second, second in the other two competitions. Yeah. So like, it, it might as well have been wins. Let's be honest here. So he is hoh. Good, mm -hmm. good, good for the game. I reported to the HOH room. I did enjoy that. That's I was like, oh, well, I kind of thought that was cute. I thought that was cute. No, I just, I just always, I'm like, did they like make all the other house guys stay in like the the pantry as he like had to make his way upstairs so they didn't see who was? They took him to the back. Don't they room. have a back? They probably yeah, took him to the back room. Yeah. They have the diary room on the top floor. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, the top floor diary room. He probably yeah, went through like, there. Oh okay. Um. But you know, cool. I really enjoyed the comp, and I think that comp this too. is something I hope we see throughout the season, where we don't just get, you know, Otev and the wall comp, and the one where they stand on those discs as they swing around in a merry-go-round. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we're probably like still going to get the wall comp and Otev because those are staples. But like, I'm I'm excited that we're not getting like a bunch of the similar similar things again. Because like, we're probably still going to get Otev in the wall comp because. Every season has had tons. I I agree. I'm just saying, like, I'm happy we're getting new things too, which is <laughs> great. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, they have updated some of the competition from things that we've seen, so mm -hmm. at least that's good. It's not yeah. as like stale as like let's say Survivor with the same puzzle pieces. At least they switch up the pieces. Mm -hmm. Same obstacle you know. for puzzle every week. Uh, Who doesn't love that? Obstacle, obstacle puzzle. <laughs> obstacle, obstacle balance being on top of water puzzle. So yeah, so Jared is in the nether. He is, he gets to call into the house whenever he wants. Cool. I mean, <laughs> this episode honestly was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. At because... First. At first, it's it's established very, very quickly. Heisen was like, I'm targeting Riley. Why? Because she's targeting me. <laughs> I mean, what? I can't fault the man's logic. Not at all. <laughs> it's no, no, because if somebody says your name once in the house, they will say it again. Yep. You'll be stupid in any game you play to not target the person who said your name. You hear your name going around in the game, you like, did you? Okay, next time I get some power, you got to go because what you're not going to do is put this target on me. Yeah. It gets you before you. I wasn't mad at his logic. I was like, it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Riley wanted to be acting shocked, like, <gasps> you confirmed it, girl. You told literally me you after she confirmed it to his face. The you confirmed, like, 
well, to be fair, I there's been a lot of like negative internet reaction to Heisen this week on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Again, yeah. as expected, because every season on Big Brother, people have their faves, even if their faves are bad and I'm out of the game or whatever. And, you know, we are, we're used to it at this point, but like the people that are leaving negative reviews on his place of business and are saying some pretty awful things about this man that you've never met one day in your life. Yeah. Um, like, granted, Get a hobby. I like how Heisem has completely handled this HOH in terms of like how he has spoken to people. No. I don't love how Heisem has handled anything in the game thus far, if I'm being truthful and yeah. honest. No, I don't love how he handled the... Reviews about reviews of business because that's going to affect his life after the show. Um. Okay, I might be the the in the minority here. I didn't see nothing wrong with what this man said or did for his hoh. Like I don't care. No, I I'm on the same side, Lana. I'm like how he talked to people. What this is a game. What do you expect? How he's supposed to talk to people? He is not here to be nice to you. This is not the game where you got to be, I, I have to be polite and I have to. No, this man wants to get down to the business and I the nitty gritty of. Hold on, don't come, hold on, before you cut me off, before you cut me off, let me finish this point because I'm going to forget. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a roll right now. Because how, how do you expect him to talk to people when he's the HOH? He's heard his name. He's heard the person confirm his name. He was her target. And then you tell him, you want me to turn around and be polite to this girl so she don't cry? Absolutely not. She didn't care nothing about his feelings when she was talk- up there talking about him and targeting him. Now, they don't like how abrupt he is and how direct he is about what he's saying to people. Nobody had a problem when Janelle was calling folk out their name. Nobody had a problem when all of these other Big Brother players was being like bam, 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 and rude, like downright rude with evil dick was out there being horrible. People were cheering that and was like, oh, this is great. Now we didn't got to this point where we say we want old big brother back. When somebody's giving us old school big brother, oh, he's too mean. Oh, he's too harsh. Oh, that's not right. How dare he? I don't like how he's talking to these people. It's so dumb to me. I'm like, I ain't see nothing he did. If he got the results or he got the answers that he wanted, when he had those one-on-ones with people, what was the problem? Where's My the problem? wasn't that he was doing anything that was like morally wrong or like rude or hateful. I was talking from like a game sense because the way he was speaking to his alliance was alienating his alliance members. That's all. I they too sensitive. They yeah. too sensitive because right now he's in power right now, mm-hmm. and you have to respect his wishes when he's in power. Now, if you want to do something different, win the competition, and you can do what you want to yeah. do. And that's why I'm like, I have a problem with folks like, well, how he he's supposed to he can't talk to you. He's doing you a favor and by inviting y'all into his decision, which you should do for the alliance, which you should do for your alliance. And he's doing that. He's accommodating, listening, you know, what they the feedback. But I'm like, when it comes down to it, whatever decision is made, he's gonna have to make it. And regardless of y'all could easily be like, well, it wasn't me. It wasn't my decision. He did it. And y'all go turn to throw the bus on him when the other alliance wins. So I'm like, if you go turn the ties on him anyway, why can't he just make his own decisions? Y'all just do what y'all go do and then win the competition and make your way. But I get it. He should maybe kind of calm down with his alliance members, but they need to relax and let him do what he got to do. And then if you don't like it, win the competition to change it. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. It, it's not like I think he's like, oh, awful, terrible, garbage people, human, or anything like that. It's literally just he is actively alienating his alliance, regardless of if they should be thinking this way or not, or like should be like tougher or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is talking to them is making them less comfortable with him, which is mm-hmm. that game. It's not like, oh, I get it. Like terrible and saying a bunch of shit to like get rid of all these people. It's just he is actively hurting his game with his alliance members. And the thing with um, the thing with Riley, especially, is also if Riley goes out this week, he doesn't have to worry about jury management with her because she's nope. out of the house in pre-jury. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's like if he and her have this issue and she's gone. She's not there to poison, like to poison the jury against him because, oh no, he made her cry in a social strategy game where everybody's emotional, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of these fake tears on Big Brother. Too. <laughs> like, I, just, just for the record, I, again, I'm not going to speak to the like personal feelings that happen in that house. I'm assuming it is a very like tough thing to go through in, in general, but like. The overly, like, we've seen it from a lot of different people on a lot of different seasons, but these people that are, like, fake crying all the time to try to gain sympathy with not only the viewers, but with other people in the house. I'm just so over it, and I really wish people (laughs) actually just be real in that damn house, which I appreciate Heisen for being real. Even if I don't necessarily think from a game perspective it is good for his game, I think Mm -hmm. that I appreciate the realness of it all. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's it's a lot of of tears being spelt for no reason. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you empower Riley. I'm talking to you. How you are in control and you like everybody's looking at me and questioning me. You're the HOH. What did you expect them to do? Leave you alone? And then you purposely lock yourself in a room like I feel so caged in. Baby, walk around the house. <laughs> Open the door. Um, Open the door. You can feel free. Like people are looking at you because you you know what you know what HOA stands for head of house. (laughs) You're controlling their fate in this game. They need to know what you gonna do. They Mm -hmm. gotta talk to you. That's what I don't know what game she thought she was playing, but her this was like such an HOH that shouldn't have been so chaotic for her because she was four people. You didn't even nominate nobody. She just had to pull two people off to save them and get goodwill with those two people. It's not like she has to nominate. She didn't really have to nominate. She just had to. She had to save people. Right. right. It's like HOH Isis was so real with her, and it made no sense for it to happen because she didn't really have to do anything. And it was like the most easiest HOH possible that she could have done, and she turned it into now she's hiding in her room. What are you, what is this week eight? This is week. One, why are you hiding in your room? Oh, it just made no sense to me. And but the other thing I got pointed out online was that historically the first HOH is a bit of a mixed bag. You know, some people have won it and won, and then other people have, you know, won it and went home next week. Cough, cough, Frenchie, Big Beach 23. Um, but in this new era of Big Brother since All Stars, right? The first HOH, assuming Riley goes home this week, which she might, um, has not made it to the jury, right? Because Frenchie went home week two, Daniel went home week five. So it's really telling to see how this new version of Big Brother is shifting after, you know, all of the things that have happened since 23, you know, like in the past two seasons. It's just really interesting and telling, like how the game I mean, is. 
but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense why it's shifting this way because the first HOH should be the one where you set yourself up. I mean, as much as I I mean, I don't care. I don't, I don't have no heart, no ill will. Tyler played that first HOH perfectly in his season. He yes. perfectly played the HOH because all he did was sit back and listen and let the offers come to him. That is what you're supposed to do. You don't need to talk. Let people come in and talk to you. You sit there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's great. Okay, well, what do you think? All right, good. And then you leave. And then you, after you talk to everybody, you can decide which way you want to fall. Like, you set up stuff. Like, so you got me. You let everybody know, if I don't put you up, do you have me? I got you. We can break an alliance. They, the alliances will come if you just shut up. But Riley, like Fringy, didn't know how to shut up. She promised the world, the moon, the stars to everybody and then stopped talking to the people who she didn't like anymore. And it was just like, uh. I mean, well, even then there for a while, the first HOH was doing pretty well across the board because, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Nicole won after she was the first H on BB18. You know, we see, we saw Frankie made it pretty deep on 16 after he was, no, Caleb was the first HOH, sorry. Um, Caleb made it deep into Big Brother uh, 16 after he won the first HOH. Uh, you know, like, it, it's been pretty, for mm-hmm. time period there, it was first HOH made it far. Now it's not that way anymore, at least these past couple seasons, because, well, one, two of the three of the first HOHs that have occurred have had really bad, like, game fumbles right out of the gate. And then the other one is a terrible human being who sunk his own game in week three. So it's really, like, it's an interesting thing to watch the game shift in the way it has to where the first HOH, which should theoretically be the easiest one to do, is now more difficult apparently, than it was before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once we get past the HOH and we see Heisman going through having his one-on-ones with all the house guests, and he's very direct. He's asking them who they're aligned with, who they're working with. He's like, I know I've been confirmed that I was a target for this side of the house. I'm like, he just like broke it all the way down. And Riley was already paranoid because of Red's breaking it down, who her alliance was last that last week. So she's definitely like, oh, no, oh, no. She's freaking out. And Heisman just tells her, like, hey, I'm going to put you up because you were coming for me. And that's it. And she's like, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't like it, but I, I understand. And I'm like, girl, what you think he was going to do? I don't understand. But she will. And, he, and then he tells. Now, I don't know about y'all. I, I, I thought his initial was going to be Matt. I thought he was going for Matt and Riley, put them up together, make them fight it out. But then when he said Cameron, I was like, makes sense to me too, because Cameron is somebody else who's like, I see her as a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I I can't hurt. She has my daughter's <laughs> eyes. And I, 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 Cameron, hey. Creepy. Yeah, right. creepy. I Creepy. think he put Cameron up because of like the conversation with Izzy and Sari of them both being like, I would prefer like because I think Izzy said something mm-hmm. like, I would prefer Cameron. Um yeah. and I would yeah. prefer Cameron to go home this week. I don't think it's happening. Um, you know, I was oh, yeah. no. I don't, I don't know. know. I was I, I was prefer, I was definitely prefer, I'm definitely still like um, on both that Cameron goes out this week because I don't like him. I'm leaning towards the it's not happening, then more of it is happening. Same. With Cameron. 
I definitely think that Riley has a better chance of going home at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to write it off because we've seen Riley have conversations with Sari, with a few other people who seem like... She ruined that. We'll I, talk I, about it in live feeds. I think she ruined that with Sari. Fair, fair and we'll, I'll tell you why. Once we get to live feeds, we'll tell you why. We'll talk about them. So, so we why. have nominations. Yeah. And the nominations happen. And the nominations are Riley and Cameron. Oh. Can't talk about that first before we talk about the nether regions happening because yeah, Jerry comes ask. back from the Jerry. nether regions. Y'all are all over the place today. I'm trying to provide some structure. Go, Jerry. That's why I'm like, don't jump ahead. But uh, Jerry comes back from the nether regions and he's like, I'm back. But they get a message that somebody else is going to be going to the nether regions this week. Two or three people are going to go to the nether regions this week. And Jared will have to pick someone by the time the bell tolls. Who who's gonna go? And whoever goes is going to be safe for the week, which good and bad can happen for for this going to the nether regions part. So Jared, it was it's, now he said he has to do one-on-ones with everybody to see who he's going to send to the nether regions because he said obviously I want to send my mom so she's safe, but she's gonna be safe regardless and so it really is not necessary to, to show that card yet he's like so maybe i'll do some i have to do somebody from my side of the house and pick and so of course riley's like begging she's like look i'm going up if you don't pick me please i just saved you last week please mm-hmm. pick me please pick me <laughs> and girl was begging for her life, literally. Her life. Pick me, love me, choose me, all of that. Pick me, please, man. I know I said I didn't need oh, a woman's please, alliance. Please, 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 please. I don't need a, I, I don't, I don't need a man's a woman's alliance because I don't need. I'm very confident in my skills to say that I don't need the women in this game are all women's alliance, and I want to work with the dudes. But please, man, save me. Man, man, you, sir, save me. I might, have then, had, I might have had music from a really homophobic man, uh, homophobic and racist man, but like, black man, please choose me. Black man, save me. Black man, choose me. Black man, please love me and take me off and send me to the nether region. Black man, please. please. Black man, please. And then Heisen says... Don't choose Riley. I don't care who you choose. Don't choose Riley, Cameron, or Matt. And he was like, you can choose anybody else. I don't care. And Jared is like, who do I choose? Who do I choose? And Sari said, choose Jack. And he said, okay, mama. And that's who he chose. (laughs) He said, I'm taking Jack. And Jack is like, what the heck? Why? Right, like he didn't think he like, needed safety. Jack's like, okay, cool, thanks. Like, like what? Like, I'm cool, I'm, but I didn't need it. Right, I'm here another week, so whatever. But, yeah, to me, no, imagine almost more the end. Like, well, Jack, do you want to go, and or do you want to give it to somebody else? If that happened, no. no. Imagine. To me, it was almost one of those things of like he could not pick anyone on the older side of the house. No, no, no. So when it comes down to the people who are on the younger side, right? Who is the one that is going to cause the least amount of ways if he saves? Jag is the best. And and honestly, 
that's some Sari fields right out the gate. Like you're just getting Sari's just like, do you don't want to cause drama? Pick Jag. But mm-hmm. um, I was kind of surprised that he didn't even entertain the idea of picking Felicia. I don't think anyone would be is going for her this week. He he said that, but then Sari said no. Pick Jag. Yeah. Well, no. Well, she, she said Felicia, and he said he wanted to pick someone on the younger. Oh, side of the house. you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. I was like, fair, but I, I honestly feel like if well, he picked Felicia, that also wouldn't have hurt his game either. I think it could have because he's in the handful alliance, and if he doesn't pick somebody from, if he then one didn't even pick anybody from the handful alliance, it picks. He's somebody not in the handful. Else. He's in the family style. The family style, yeah. But if he if he picked somebody, you know, that is not part of that alliance, he picked somebody outside of it, that would look weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he all people already caught saying that Felicia is related to Jared. So if he would have picked Felicia, they were like, "Oh, it gotta be something else." I'm like, "Yeah, he relates to somebody, but it ain't Felicia." But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we move. Not all black people are related, I but mean, in this no, case, two of them. Two are. of them are. <laughs> and this is the funniest thing to me. And I, wait, y'all, this is so off topic. I was laughing because somebody posted on Twitter, if people should say, if they have suspicions in the house that Jared and Sari are related, should they say it? And I was like, I mean, look, if I was a white person in that house and I'm looking at two black people, I'm like, they kind of look alike. I don't think I'm going to be the first one to say, I think y'all related. Nope, not me. Nope, not nope, me. Nope, now, nope. I'm to be 100% right, but in my mind, I'm like, but if they not, it's a slight chance I'm wrong. The cancer culture will eat me alive. Absolutely not. I'm not saying it to nobody mm-hmm. that I think. And then when I find out it's over, I'll be like, man, I was right. Well, good to least. At least I know I, in my I'm heart. Gonna say, if I'm going to say anyone's related, it's Riley and Cameron. I'm, I'm like he said he was his daughter but if I was I'm just like if anything I, I wouldn't say it but that was just something I saw yeah. anyway but yeah he picks Jag Jag is like I don't know why because I was safe with Heisman but I'm here another week so thanks I like um, Jag I like Jag so you know what I'm fine with it right it, means, like it means we get another week of seeing shirtless Jag and you know what I'm thrilled about yeah. it Mean the house the, um, Robin, he's mine. House. Back off. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. Mean the house spreading that. that so once the shirt came off, I was like, hey, Jack. Oh. I thought he was cute before, and then the shirt came off, and I said, oh. <laughs> uh, I saw Corey in that pink outfit that was on the feeds. I don't know if y'all saw it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, ooh, hey, hey, hey. hey. Not the twank. Of that course. There's a friend of a, there's a friend of the pod that made a comparison with Corey and someone that like probably everyone on this pod would be aware of except for Lana and I'm not gonna make it on air but I will tell y'all afterwards anyway um it's it's a fun it's a fun <laughs> reference um so yes noms happen it's Riley and Cameron Robin <laughs> what do you think about these nominations? I think they're the right nominations for High Sim right now. I think he has a good eye on who in in that side of the house, the three that are like the main. Mm-hmm. From what we've seen from the show, from the things I've seen on live feed, they seem the three closest on that side in the handful alliance. So 
you know, I'm not mad at it really. You know, either one of them could go this week and I don't, I could care less. Uh, the only thing is like, if Matt wins veto, I'm afraid for my girl blue because, you know, she associates with them a lot and she's not. Well, we do know who won veto. So we yeah, we do. Talk about but, it. Yeah. I personally think Matt has been really great to watch on the show. So if Matt does go, I would be really bummed, especially this early when from what we have been able to find out about the veto comp, he had little to no chance of winning to begin with, uh, which is absolute garbage, by the way, which we'll get to that. That uh, better not be the case, but oh, wouldn't um, be surprised. And mm. not even talking about from a game perspective of him winning the veto, right, or like me wanting him to win the veto, because quite frankly, I don't really care if whoever of these two go home. Um, but it it is annoying watching like it's been two weeks of him in the house already and we've seen like we saw him at the live eviction this past week where they had no closed captions yeah. for him in the room we had to have yeah we, I mean, it's just it's aggravating that we're not getting any sort of accommodation whatsoever for a situation that would be relatively easy to accommodate that's Literally. the part um yeah but, yeah, I think that's what frustrates me with CBS. They're trying to be more diverse and have be more inclusive. But like, yeah, we have somebody that's partially deaf in the house. But like, what are you doing to accommodate them? And anyway, and we saw how badly that was when the live eviction happened. And Julie's like, "Thank you, Matt." And then he's just sitting there. And I'm like, I had the second band in hand embarrassment for him. I'm mean like. To me, so, that so was so easily that was so easily fixed. Like he should have been the last person before they went to commercial. Why wasn't he the last person before you go to commercial to do his vote? And then they take it off, and then they do the thing, and then somebody can come back and say, "Okay, Matt, you can go." Like that's so simple to do. Even if you're because like because they say a lot of uh, house guests, former house guests, like they don't have monitors in the diary room, blah, blah, blah. Even if you don't have di uh, monitors, closed captioning, all of that, all you got to do is tell them, we'll have a red light on. When the red light goes off, right. you can go. Then let the light go off and let the man get up and leave. Do the smallest things to accommodate this man. He, all he it's asks not is not hard. to be, it's not, all he is asking is to be treated like everybody else and not feel like right. an other on this show. And that's you are you, the one that cast him, right? You cast him, so you knew what you, you were doing. Him knowing so it's, this information, you so it's not like he hid that. He didn't hide that fact that he was deaf. He was like, "Oh, when I get on the show, I'll out it." Like, "Oh, by the way, I'm deaf." Right. No, you knew that. You casted him because you wanted like the the points. You wanted like the diversity points of like casting the box of mm -hmm. casting somebody that was deaf on the show, but you didn't do anything to actually accommodate or make it fair for him so far. Yeah. So it's like, you don't actually care that you casted somebody like this. You cared because it looks good on, it looks, it makes you guys look good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. So yes, Riley and Cameron are the noms and that's the Sunday episode. That's Sunday. Um, we are now going to move into our spoiler section. Ooh, yeah. Spoilers. So, if I'll you do not want, spoilers. if you <laughs> do not want spoilers on who wins the veto, what happened at the veto meeting, all of that kind of stuff, thank you for joining us. Click all the buttons, do the things, follow subscribe, all of us. Subscribe. Subscribe. 
subscribe, 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 follow. You'll get you a mug. Cut mug. And but we will talk. Bye y'all. Bye y'all for y'all who leaving. But Okay, now that that's that. This fucking house. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crazy. crazy big brother. We're going to run through the the spark notes on what is happening currently. We know the veto players, the veto comp has already happened. The veto meeting has already happened. So we know the final noms for the week. We know all the things. Let's dive in. All right. Veto comp. Uh, we obviously had Hysam, Riley, and Cameron playing along with America, Matt, and Blue. Everybody who Riley wanted to play was playing. Not a single professor no, is playing not. in this comp. I saw the veto poll and I was that. like, tragedy. Like, <laughs> hello. I'll be honest. I was kind of living for it and not in like the game sense of it. Because quite frankly, again... I not I haven't really said, oh, this is the side of the house I'm pulling for. It's more of I have my faves and they're split between those sides of the house. Yeah. But it was kind of one of those like, oh, so we could have an interesting week kind of thing. Like well, things could go we, on. We could have. We could have. But we didn't. But. And then Heisem won the veto too. <laughs> so it's like, okay, work, Diva. Like it No, okay. It can we talk about how long the feeds were down? Was down eighteen down? hours. Eighteen hours. Okay. Eighteen do we think, hours. Do we think it was pressure cooker? No. No. A no. lot of people are. Are no. We know what it is. Never mind. Yeah, because it, it was a comp that involved sound. Sound. Right. And I'm Which like, I was like, like you, you put Matt in this comp. And see, this is the thing, and you know what. I want to be mad at Big Brother for that. I want to be mad at Big Brother for this. But honestly, they probably had all of these comps preset, pre-done. Yeah. And then why not? Matt, what, then but then. they could not not take Matt's name out of the hat. They, yeah. It was a random draw, and he randomly got picked. So I can't be fully mad at Big Brother. But if you're going to do a sound thing, and he does get picked, you have to have some kind of something yeah. to accommodate or just change the comp when you see he say, got why have, why have this comp even in the first place? If you know I, you're I would think cast I would ask, why have any comps that rely heavily on sound this season? Yeah. Also, right. Yeah. Am I wrong in saying that Matt was a recruit? Because I think Matt was a recruit. If I he was a recruit. Absolutely. He was absolutely a recruit. Yeah, he was a recruit. So you're recruiting a deaf Olympian. Right, mm -hmm. literally, what his profession involves him being deaf, okay, and yet you're not doing anything to accommodate him whatsoever, even in the comps, which should be relatively easy to accommodate. You could even do one of those, like the freaking spelling veto. What happened to the spelling? Yeah, I just want to ask a so question easy. Do we? Do we know if Matt struggled in this veto or? Yes. Just, oh, yes, yes. Well, we're talking. Well, from what they said on the fees, from what what they got, okay. what we got back, they wouldn't exactly come out and say exactly what it is, but they'll say, like Heisen said, "Well, what happened in this competition? I would feel bad for putting Matt up right now because of what happened in the veto competition. Right, it right. wasn't fair for him. So it makes me believe 
it was an unfair thing that happened yeah. and that Matt is not was un- incapable of doing the competition because of what it was. I also want to say, like, I agree with you, Lana, in terms of like, oh, they may have had these comps ready to go. But also, I do put a lot of blame on them because mm-hmm. you may have had all these comps ready, but how much do you have ready? Swap it out with something Swap else since Matt is playing or something like y'all yep. know this. Or be like, oh, now that you do have this person that needs this accommodation, fix it. Get right. it right. And if anybody goes around, it was going to be like, they're rigging for him. It's not rigging. It's le- leveling the playing field. It's giving care. Was it this? You know what else they could have done? They knew what this comp was going to be. Just don't put Matt Button in the thing so he wouldn't get picked for this competition. If you're going to do this competition, it's, yeah. it's a random draw. So we don't know what uh, buttons are in the bag. We don't know. So since yeah. it is that, and you know what comp it is, and it has heavily relied on sound. We're like, well, Matt is not going to be able to do this, so we won't put him in here for this one. And he just won't get picked. It, to us, it just looked like he just didn't get picked. Exactly. We wouldn't know that they, his button wasn't in the bag. Or, and I mean this in the best way possible, just use a veto he could compete in to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the vetoes, should not, every competition should, have, should be not be relied on sound. No competition should be reliant on sound this season because Matt is here. Period. I want, I want to say as well. Just like, like if you cast as somebody who was colorblind, there should be no competitions that rely on color. Yeah. I, I want to say, I think Matt is handling this very, very well. And I definitely would not be handling this nearly as well as he is. Um, mm-hmm. If 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 they if they don't continue to if they don't start accommodating him in this way, like I don't want to see Matt leave the game. But if he gets to a point where it's too frustrating and he needs to leave, I wouldn't blame him in the slightest, and I would support him in whatever decision he makes. Yes, yeah. like I, I just think it's so frustrating that like they're. Still not. Y'all, and the other thing is, I'm starting to think that maybe Matt was an alternate. I mean, I don't think so. I think Blue was the alternate. Well, from, well we know. Well, that. I think we lost four or five of them. We lost, I think it was three or four people were alternates. But so he could be. If they had all the, if, if they had all these comps set, if, if they had all of these things in place, why mm-hmm. wouldn't, if, and if Matt was an original casting choice, mm-hmm. Why would, like, why wouldn't they have things already in place if they knew from the start of picking their 16, well, 17, if they, if, at the start of picking their 17, if he was mm-hmm. an original casting choice, you would think that they would have already had these things in place. So I'm starting mm-hmm. to think maybe Matt was a recruit, or not a recruit, well, we know Matt was a recruit. I'm starting to think mm-hmm. maybe Matt was an alternate. I mean- I'm happy he's here regardless, mm-hmm. but... It's frustrating. Yeah, on top of that, too, I mean, regardless of if he was uh, an alternate, came in late, and they have these comps planned out, we have seen them change comps super late into a season, right? Like, we had Big Brother 16, the the freaking uh, football power veto that Frankie won by himself, right? Not veto, uh, Battle of the Block. We know they changed that B.O.B. the night it was supposed to happen, and they literally made a new comp on the fly. We saw them do it in Big Brother 23 after, uh, 23, 24, after Paloma left, right? Like, we know that they have changed comps dozens of times in the past. If it's a situation where Matt got picked, right, 
And also, vetoes have a set number of people. Why can you not just alternate the week three and the week two veto? Mm -hmm. Right. It's literally Mm -hmm. just things that you could do to even accommodate him in this situation. He's not going to play in the veto every week. His name is not Tyler Crispin, even if he looks like him, okay? (laughs) (laughs) If he does play in every veto, sue me. But, like... It legit it is so easy to fix this situation, and the fact that they're not kind of pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. He, he, you know, he's taking it all with strive, and you know, he still has this positive attitude about him. I'm really liking Matt right now. I'm, yeah. He's one of he's one of my absolute favorites. I just think he's mm-hmm. such a darling. He doesn't know anything about this game clearly, but I really enjoy watching him. <laughs> I wish he was aligned with better people, and I hope that maybe, like, maybe something will shift and we'll see a, a merge and a week. redivide. It's still the second week. It's, we got so much game to go. I agree. I also this is, he's been popular with everyone. He's been number one on Jokers for like a week now. Yeah. So like he's been, like people love him apparently. I mean, of course, what's not to love? Oh yes, and yes, Mimi for sure. We I was getting ready to get to that in a minute, but um. Uh, I will say this, and this is the only reason, and it might sound very shallow of me to say this. This is the only reason why I want Riley to do this week, because I don't think I could withstand a bland man between Matt and Riley this season. I can't do it because it will be a blandest, the blandest man I would ever see again. I can't withstand a whole season of Alyssa and Kyle one more time. I can't do it. I can't do it. Not so I need not being compared to Kyle. It's not even about Kyle, who Kyle is. It's that showman's yeah. together. I can't see another Barbie and Ken showman's. Bland is mayo is white British. Tyler. Tyler and I can't do it again because they're so, as much as I love Matt, he is not that entertaining on feeds. And Riley is such an emotional wreck and so, like, into herself and superficial, like, oh, it's all about me. He sat in that room for two and a half hours with that girl, and her, her the whole conversation was about her. She asked nothing about his life. She didn't ask him how he feels. She didn't ask him nothing. It was all about me, 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 me. I can't sit through a whole season of that relationship. I can't sit through that. That's the only reason for me Riley needs to go. But Matt's a darling. He could stay. He can stay as long as he wants because he's a darling. I just don't need him with her. So she can go and then Matt can be fine and we'll be great. CBS yeah. fix it. Fix it so Matt can be great. That's would, all I'm saying. Didn't have a season of Big Brother without a show, Matt's. Yes, we can. We've had it before. I, 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 so refreshing. <laughs> like I would love that. Like, I would we, love that as well. I, I do... I do like Riley. I do like Matt as well. Yeah, Lana, as you're saying, the boring man. I don't want to fucking see it. See I'm just it. over. I just want to see gameplay. I want to see what. Me if, too. Without Riley there, I want to see how Matt's gonna navigate this game. You know, and not just worrying about her. And who knows? He might try to hook up with someone else. But I just want to see that. I personally this week want Riley to go. You know, I know we all don't like Cameron. He said some problematic things and he's just a weirdo. But at the end of the day, I think he's going to be a bigger shield for people like Siri or Felicia mm-hmm. um, that I'm rooting for. Um, so, yeah. 
sorry, Riley girl, you had your little one week as HOA. <laughs> Even got, though, you know, she might, it might be a possibility she may be staying. If, we'll see. Well, like we mentioned, Heisen won the veto. Uh, the, not, the veto meeting just happened a few hours ago, and uh, nominations did indeed. Nominations no, they did. stayed the same. Yeah, they said they, they which they, not, not surprised. Not um, I mean, it makes no sense for Heisum to win the veto and then change his own nomination. This is who he wanted. This is what he was going to do. And this is why I feel like Riley kind of screwed us up with Sari. Because Sari was willing to vote Riley to stay. They needed her vote for her to stay. She needs six votes? Seven votes? Seven mm -hmm. votes. Mm -hmm. She needs seven votes to stay. And Sari was very much like I like Riley. She, Sari knows Riley will be incredibly loyal to her. She will work with her. She will try to keep her around. She will win competitions, possibly, maybe. And so she's like, yeah, I'd have no problem doing it. But all I need you to do is not say anything. Don't tell anybody <laughs> that you have my vote. Just right. act like you don't and keep working. Act like you ain't got my vote. Just mm, keep working. And Riley said, okay, okay. But she forgot to mention to Sari. Like, I already told everybody. I kind of got your vote. I kind of <laughs> told everybody. But now I'm going to go back and do some recon and tell everybody not to tell you that I told you. I told them that I got your vote. So Riley going around telling all her lines, don't tell three, don't tell three that I got her vote. And then she goes and tells Jared, don't tell Sri <laughs> that I got her vote. Which, of course, Jared goes and tells Sri. But, of course. Mm -hmm. Riley going around telling everybody that she got your vote locked down. And she was like, that is the one thing I told this heifer not to do. I'm doing it in my, in my Felicia moment. This heifer, I told her not to tell nobody that she got my vote on lock and this heifer turn around and tell everybody so i think she might have torn it with us three but it's still and america y'all the america of it all has said she is not voting for riley so I don't know if Ms. Riley is staying this week. America said she is not voting for Riley. Jared has said he is not voting for Riley. Saree is not voting for Riley. And Corey is not voting for Riley. So I don't think Riley has the numbers. They want to make it look like the only three people who are going to vote for Riley is going to be America, Jack, and Matt. And even now, up until this last minute, I've been checking the feeds. They are thinking about sending Matt to the nether regions, so he misses the vote. So he won't have a reason, so he can't even vote for her. Because Bowie is going to send the last person. Bowie Jane is going to send the last person to the nether regions, and they're missing the vote. Yeah. So they were like, she's going to tell Matt the reason she's picking him is because she knows it's going to be hard for you to vote for Riley because she's so close to you. And she doesn't, I don't want you to have to vote against her. And I don't want you to have to vote be the, you know, I don't want you to have to do that. So I'm going to send you. And so Matt may not even be there for the vote. 
This um, is the tea I'm talking mm-hmm. about, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, Riley does go, which mm-hmm. as of right now, it does seem like that is likely what's going to happen. But we do have a few days. Things can change very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, so, they have before, yes. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I'm not counting anybody out. I never I mean, probably know he could say a slur and get kicked out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> happened before it'll happen again um if riley does end up leaving right mm-hmm. i really think it would negatively impact too many people in the house outside of jag um even then i think it's better for matt's game if she's not in the house I, so agree. I, think for, I think it's better for matt i think it's better well jag has already secured another final two so i yeah. think it's better for jag Who's that with? uh blue okay Jag and, Blue, Jag, Jag and Blue secured their final two in the hammock um, a couple days ago. Yeah, I don't think that one's going to last because apparently Jared and Blue have been flirting on feeds like pretty heavily. Jared wants Blue gone. Oh, is that new? Jared yeah. wants Blue gone. He was like, I That's don't... That's what I was hearing, yeah. Yeah, Jared, Jared does not want Blue to stay. Like if she were to get back door this week, she would have been the target. <laughs> yeah. We also know that, you know, if Riley does go, right, which, again, seems likely... Uh, lots of eyes have now shifted towards Hysom because Hysom, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, three comps came in second in the two he didn't win. Second, second, win, 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 yeah, is literally his comp. Right and right apparently, and Perry posting. Christian BB23 apparently post veto competition was apologizing to how he handled the speech to Riley, yeah. yeah. So, we so we do know so veto meeting has happened, noms have not changed. Riley and Cameron are the final noms for this week. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we saw today when feeds came back was Hysom apologizing to Riley for what he said to her during the veto uh, meeting. We don't know what was said necessarily. I don't think anyone's explicitly talked about what was said. And we'll see it on Wednesday's episode. No, we won't. Um, oh, well, again, we will hear it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll I forgot. see his. We won't see hers. We'll see his. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, yeah exactly. I was like, no, Lana, that's how it <laughs> I think that's I don't think they've ever works. cut out. Yep, Imagine they cut out somebody's veto speech. I mean, Apparently they cut out yeah. Kirsten's last week. They used to show the nominee's veto speech, please, but now they don't do that. I mean, like, that's, that's what I, that's what one I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like, oh, that my head was on the, the nominees. But yes, yeah, we'll hear his speech. Yes, you're right. Speaking of alliances. Oh, but wait, wait, before we go to that, before we go to that, before we go to that, because we still have to talk about the Mimi of it all, because Mimi had a moment today, because, and I was living for this moment, because the Professor's Alliance, of course, is now talking about targeting Heisum next week, and they were like, he, what he said in Riley's speech to Riley was just it was too much, and he has to go, and he's doing. Mimi does not agree with any of that, and I agree with Mimi. She's like, "Why are we turning on our own alliance in week three? So she went into the storage room, had a moment of, mm-hmm. "This is stupid. I can't believe my alliance is acting off of emotion and not thinking logically. We're emotionally charged, sure." Was what he said, he could have said it in a better way, sure. Was what he said wrong? No. Was it the truth? Yes. Everything he said was the truth. But we're emotionally hyped up about how he said it. Now we're going to kick off the one person who's winning on our alliance? 
that doesn't make sense. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. And I was like, yes, yeah, she like, said something along the lines of like, Asta, like, if we lose him, we lose the alliance. Yes. Yeah. And what do we have an alliance for? Mm-hmm. If we're going to and just pick off our like, own alliance. Mimi knows this is the most the strongest competitor on their side, obviously. Mm-hmm. obviously. If they don't have him, they're taking a number from themselves for no reason other than he maybe he was a little mean in his right. speech. His and delivery? It was, and like she But also he's mean. a threat to them too. So question mm-hmm. Well, but not in not, not yet. In the immediate not though. in the immediate future. And now not in no, I mean, from what I'm seeing, I don't think Ison would target them. So I think it's a bad move for them to even think about him as a target right now. Absolutely. They're they're thinking, oh, he's going to target us sooner rather than later. No, he's right. not. No. no. No, he's not. But because the, delusion, targets, the, delusion of, the delusion of this house, it's like the they cast so many emotional players this season that the moment that there's a, like, logical, strategic player, they're like, oh, my God, he's coming after us. We have to get rid of him. No, like, absolutely not. Which I'm really rooting for Mimi, but that also makes me nervous because she seems like a very strategic player in a house full of emotional players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and she's yeah. I'm surrounded by empaths in this game, and it's like, and that's where, like, honestly, I think we could see a house merge and redivide at some point because Mimi mm-hmm. is doing a very, very good job of incorporating herself in both sides of the house. And I think America so was is... doing that. I don't know if she's still. Uh, well, the main like duo they have, like, they have a final two: America and Mimi. Mm-hmm. So what? Like... It's not together. That America has turned her back on Mimi oh. at this point. So, but it, not that saying it couldn't fix itself. It still has a chance to. I think it still has some embers. It's still smoldering. They just need to let that spark hit again. They just have to find it. Yeah. But alliances now, because, yeah, these alliances are still kind of crazy. And I still think it's going to shift, shift, shift. You're seeing a lot more smaller alliances. Kind of the big. <laughs> Kind of the big difference between uh, last week when we talked and this week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the same sides. Um, The crowd control went from three to four. That's a shift when that happened. I don't know. No, it still says three. I mean, it says three, but they put Matt up there. So, and I think. They might as well just add Matt to the crowd control, honestly, mm-hmm. because Riley is holding on to Matt. Jag is holding on to Blue, so it's kind of like that's that's a four person alliance. Although they say three, it's still they don't trust Cameron anymore, so they kind of kicked him out, but they didn't kick him out. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. Um. Yeah, all these little ones are interesting to me. Yeah. I Sorry, I just saw <laughs> my face. Not with the Let me move. There we go. <laughs> I have to move because I cannot I know, focus I'm on like, this. I'm leaning. Um, yeah, I, Cameron thinks he's on the other side. They kind of let him in, but they didn't let him all the way in. Mm-hmm. So the professor's still seven. 
the core four of the bye bye bitches of well the yeah the core the bye bye bitches of five and then the core four without uh Nicole and then Nicole and Izzy got a thing which is interesting then the fields trio down at the bottom and they pinky promise <laughs> down there <laughs> Jag and Blues final two you got the have each other's back with jewelry what okay yeah. Jerry and Corey, Izzy and and and, and Sari. Then you got the uh, the brown sugar bays with Sari, Jared, Felicia, and uh, Mimi. And then America and Mimi. I guess they still have a thing, but we don't know. McCory have each other's back, but we don't know. Cameron and Red. Yeah, it's still kind of all over the place. But like the interesting thing about this whole thing is. Um, Heisman is only in one alliance out of all of this. Everybody else has multiples, more than one. He has one, which that makes me say, why are we trying to send this man home next week when he has nowhere else to go? He's literally only with y'all. It's interesting. It's interesting to me. Yeah, I I do agree with Adrian here. I'm liking Mimi talking to Corey. I think that's an interesting duo that I don't think anyone would really expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh yeah, that is true. If Riley's evicted, three out of the five feelings five are gone <laughs> in two weeks. Literally, in two literally. Weeks. I, I want to know what y'all think of this this comment as well. Mimi, the combo of Tamar and Candy. I don't know. I don't feel like she's really had any of those like Tamar kind of moments. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think she's gonna have moments, but maybe her reads are like because Tamar was really good at reading that house. She really understood what was happening, even if uh, throughout all of her clapping and and and, and popping <laughs> off, she was still like very in tune to what's happening. So I can see Mimi having that. Cause and, and I think Candy also had those kind of reads in the house. I'm not remembering her Candy game that just, way. Candy just never had an opportunity to actually act on her reads. Mm. But I remember from the feeds from CBB2, like she she had the whole house clocked for the bulk of the season. Um, she just she never won a comp to be able to act on any of that. Mm-hmm. And her uh, not I wouldn't say it was an alliance. Her relationship with Tamar was just so rocky throughout the whole season because of their history. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like if Candy had been a little bit, if Candy had been in a different house, I think maybe we see a universe where Candy wins. Because mm-hmm. I do think she was she was a very strong strategic force. Um, I, I'm starting to see where Adrian is coming from with this comment. I hope we see a little bit more of these of these things from Mimi, and I think I think we're gonna see Mimi for a, for a while. I think we'll see Mimi for a while. I need Mimi to win Hoh though, because that will be very telling how she handles the Hoh. Because she's very like level headed and very like you know everybody need to clock their emotions, and I want to see how she would run the Hoh if she would be able to clock her emotions yeah. and run it as smoothly as possible and still get out of it with the least amount of blood on her hands. And I, and I think she's somebody who could do that. I think she's someone who could win HOH next week and can't uh, target Cameron. 
Mm. And I think that would be the least amount of blood on her hands is if she takes mm. out Cameron because oh, Cameron for sure. is slowly also becoming the house target. And so I think if Mimi were to establish herself as something, the time would be maybe next week. Whoever establishes themselves as the, whoever wins HOH next week is going to establish themselves as a power. Because right now I feel like almost everyone in the house would target Cameron in some capacity. Mm -hmm. I think that next HOH is probably one of the best ones to go for. Because it's a pretty easy route of who goes home. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not Riley and fuck that up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Cameron would be not just an obvious house choice, but an obvious choice for her. Because she can easily yeah. justify why she's picking him. Like, we don't talk. The only time you talk to me is when you want to talk about R&B music which is always a little problematic <laughs> in itself because all you talked about to me is black things. And so I'm like, mm, that's not, he, you don't talk to me. So she can easily say. And you've been tiptoeing around me since that moment where you said- Since that moment pizza. I told you, right. Since I told you that yeah. your pizza comment was off, not off-putting, you have been tiptoeing uh, around me. Wrong, wrong timing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Now, if Cameron wins next week, what happens? <laughs> Heisman's going up. I can tell you that. I mean, I, I'll keep it a buck. I think unless like maybe three or four people win next week, Heisman is going to be backdoored. Um, that's just my current read from what we, from what it seems like. I mean, I don't think Red would backdoor Heisman. I don't think um, three three would backdoor Heisman. Felicia Felicia wouldn't backdoor Heisman. Jared. Jared might, honestly, and I think it might depend on who gets in his ear. I don't, I, his mother is going to tell him not to backdoor Heisem. I don't see Jared. I honestly, I, at this point, I don't see really Jared playing his own game. I see Jared playing as an accessory to Sari, and I was afraid of that happening, and I don't know if by some freak chance Sari does go sometime soon. I'm afraid of what would happen if Jared was left to his own devices. And I do think Jared is a good player. Let me make that very clear. I just think right now, obviously, what he needs to do is he's he's listening to his mother. And I think that's the smartest thing for him to do right now. But I think at some point, if he's going to be serious about winning the game and he ends up going long-term and they both go long-term, he needs to do something to establish his game that is not something that his mother's done. Because if he ends up making a final two, most of the questions are going to be what the the main question is going to be what did you do that your that Sari didn't? If by some reason they find out that they're related, oh, they're going to find out. That's the oh, thing. they're definitely going to find out. This is one of those like ticking time bomb kind of situations of at some point this season, okay, if th they're either going to have to turn on Izzy, right, or Izzy is going to turn on them, right. Because you know, Izzy is, I mean, as much as we've seen Izzy be kind of frantic in the house, she's not like, she's not dumb, right? Mm -hmm. She's not going to go to the final two with Suri. She's not going to go to the final two and say, oh, I am with Suri. Because she knows if she does, people are going to say that she wrote her coattails, even if that's not true, which it probably would be in this situation. She's not going to go to final three with Jared and Suri because she knows she's the only way she's getting in that final two spot is if she wins the wins the hoh mm -hmm. and at some point these people are gonna find out it is literally not if it is when if it were me and i'm izzy i'm keeping that in my back pocket until like final seven 
final six and just like Jared and Saria related their mother and son. Here you go. Have that. Or, 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 if, the- like, or if I'm on the block against Jared or Sari and I'm, yeah. and I'm busy in that situation and it happens earlier and I'm like, I hate to do this. Hey, they're related. Mm-hmm. But that can also backfire on her which she has to play because if she does that, if she waits since they're on the block together and then say, oh, by the way, Jared and Sari are related. Folks are like, and how long did you know this? So you're just not telling us because you're in trouble? Mm, yeah. Don't really care. Some people might not care because it's like, we'll get right, you they out. They might still vote her out that week. And, and then, then we'll, get, we'll take care of them next time. Like, right. and then the on the block next week. Like, right. Yeah, so it's going it to be a very slippery slope as to when what, Easy decides. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like Sari and Jared, if they're going to get rid of Izzy, they can't do it like very loudly. It has to be a very quiet thing. It has to and be a double. It, a double could happen. It could be a double or it could be like so somebody, let's say somebody put up Izzy and Bowie Jane on the block, whatever, and they're trying to get out Izzy. Sari and Jared have to look like they're fighting. They butt off for Izzy to stay, even if they're not. They can be like, look, y'all vote. How y'all vote? I won't be voting for Izzy. I feel very close to Izzy. I can't do it. But y'all, I can't stop a moving train. It got to be one of those things where y'all do what y'all go do. I'm not going to do it. But I'm telling y'all I'm not voting for Izzy. Y'all vote. You know? And they look like we fighting for you, Izzy. And the house votes her out. And they were like, well, we were fighting for you. It has to be so super quiet that Izzy feels like they're trying for her. Because so she won't. They like, even if Izzy doesn't catch on that, they like say they're going to vote them her out and they vote her out. And it's like a unanimous vote. Izzy could leave the house and say, Jared and Saria related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she like, and they, and they can turn around like, she's so desperate and she's mad that we didn't vote for her. She's just mad. Mm-hmm. And the house could either take and be like, we believe that, or they can or be like, like, well, we, I have my suspicions about that and it makes sense. Or, you, you know. Right. It makes, it, it makes no sense. And then Sari or Jared will have to win the next HOH. Which would be my fear if I was in the house and, and if I was Sari or Jared and Izzy knew, I'd be like, well, we can't actually vote her out, even if we know she's going because she could throw this back at us as she leaves the game. Mm-hmm. Or they take her to Final Four and then right before... Right, right at final four, they take her out. Mm-hmm. Right, because what you go do at that point exactly. don't matter. I mean, historically, so. we are aware that Serian challenges are not exactly uh, her strong suit. You know, let's, let's keep it a hundred. Yeah. Um, That's why she needs Jared in there to do the physical stuff, and then she yeah. can take care of the mental stuff. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, anything else, y'all? Um, so. <laughs> Well, do do we want to just say theoretically who we think could be like who is like our who's in the most danger next week? Like sure, just for funsies. Sure, why don't you start? Um, honestly, just based on the fact that you can't play HOH, I'm gonna say Heisum. I think he's in trouble, especially considering a lot of the comp people are on the other side of the house. Yeah, Robin. Um, yeah, I will say Heisem as well, just because he's now establishing himself as a target, not only winning all these comps, now he's kind of rubbing the house the wrong way with his speeches and everything. 
So I could see him being a definite target next week. Definitely a backdoor situation. You can't make him play in the veto. Um, but also, depending on who stays this week, either if it's Cameron or Riley, if they don't win HOH next week, it's going to be them on the block again. So those are my two mm-hmm. picks. But Heisen is a very high chance of that going <laughs> if he doesn't win the veto. I'm going to mm-hmm. echo Robin's statement. I think it's probably either it's probably either going to be some form of Heisen, Cameron, and Riley are the, as the main targets. Riley and Cameron, whoever stays. Um, yeah. I'm assuming, I'm more likely saying probably Heisen than Cameron because I don't think Riley's surviving this week. Yeah, I, I agree. I would agree with that, that it's probably Heisen and, and or Cameron slash Riley, whichever one stays. Um I do think we're in. We're due for a mental comp now this week. I think we're due for one for uh, HOH since other ones have been slightly physical, but more I think it's more physical than yeah. So I think we're probably due for a mental comp, maybe a live HOH comp, or maybe even a luck draw, like a luck roll the ball type competition. So I'm not counting out the professors possibly getting this HOH next week either. If it's something like hit the ball, roll it into a thing, and then it rolls, or true or false, A, A, B, and C, you know, so. I think if the family style style side wins, I think we're going to see Hysom as the target, um, but a backdoor. I think if the professor side wins, I think we're going to see Cameron and Blue. I think Blue is the other person that I think is is in a little bit of trouble right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just because of where she's positioned herself, who she's positioned herself with. And I, I hope we don't see that. Unfortunately, Blue hasn't really given me what I thought she was going to give. And it's still early. It is Let me cry. Two. So any, <laughs> uh, truly same. Um, it is week two. Anything can happen. So I'm still holding out hope that something is going to happen really, really good with Blue. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say Heisem, Cameron, Blue are the three um, that yeah. I'm most worried about. I, I'm, I'm praying for Blue. You know, I love making some Blue. Um, yeah, like you said, she hasn't been given much this season, but it is week two. Usually pre-jury, I'm not, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to be as hard or harsh to these players because I know everybody wants to get to jury and then turn it up, hopefully, you know, but also a lot of people have been feeding us regardless. So, you know, we're getting fed. We're getting fed this pre-jury of Big Brother. Um, yeah, I'm sad that Blue's in this position, but, you know, that's who she aligns with. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't been, she's not been as much social, sociable to like the other side, like the Sari, the yeah. Felicia stuff, which she needs to get on that. I think one of the, one of the things that I did catch on the feed when I watched was Jag talking to Sari and they were talking very much in depth. And I did see him try to pry at Sari and try to figure out who she's working with, but she gave him like generic answers, like, yeah, Felicia and this person, you know. Yeah. So I did like Jack's little social game. I just need Blue to step it up for real. Um. So other thing I was going to ask though, who do we think is like in the best position at the moment? Like, if you were going to say today, this is the person I think has the best chance of winning. Mimi. Mimi. America or Mimi? Yeah, I was going to say Mimi as well, just because although. You know, we do see her where her strategic mind is a bit, but like 
nobody's talking about her. Nobody's yeah. targeting her as of now, you know. Her name hasn't come out as like, oh, we want to get her out. So I think she's in a, a, bet, a good position. And America this week has definitely stepped up her social mm-hmm. game. Making sure she talks to the upset. America is probably my biggest surprise this season. Right. Because um, I think I didn't really, I went in really, really blind to this season. I just saw the cast reel pictures and their little oh, intros. Wow. I didn't watch their actual live um, interviews. Because I really wanted to go in blind this season and kind of yeah. not ex- have really going with no expectations other than I like how this other one, this one's serving, this one's serving cunt. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I saw this right. photo. Um, Period. Blue <laughs> fan cans two hours after the cast drops. Right. Um, and what is she serving? Bland. Bland. She's serving um, furniture. <laughs> Come on, Ikea. Yeah. I mean, I mean, blue is in the Ikea logo, so. Um, sorry. <laughs> what I was going to say. Was, oh, sorry. I went in thinking like, America's like this kind of like recruit that wasn't really going to be that interesting. She's and immediately she blew me out of the water with that recruit theory of like everything. And she's been really, really fun to watch. And I think is a very interesting player. Although she did walk into the house first. Yeah, she did. Um, honestly, I, I I agree with Mimi. I think she's in a really good spot. But the other person who in that for like since the first week who's really shifted the position in the house is Corey, because Corey like coming out of week one, like going into week one, we thought he could have been the first dude at one point. But now like he doesn't really feel like he's on anybody's radar right now. He's kind of like managed to bury himself underneath. Has good yeah. relationships with pretty much everyone other than Hysom from what we see. And even then, that look, seems like it's better than it was. It's improving for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I definitely could see, like, the upper trajectory for Corey making it deeper into the game. But right now, I'd say Mimi is in the best spot. I'd say the other person that currently is serving furniture, but I have complete faith in her <laughs> abilities and is kind of just invisible and literally have not heard a single person talk about her is Bowie Jane. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she is invisible on my, I'm still holding out for my queen. I'm holding out for a hero. Uh, and oh, that hero is Bowie Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really like her and I like where she's aligned. Mm-hmm. She has good relationships with everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, Bowie, come on, Miss Bowie Jane. I need Bowie Jane to win a veto because I have an edit I made already set up and I, it's, I'll I'll message it in the chat. Great, cool. Is this super Australian like no. other kangaroos walking by? No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna close out here today because we've been here for a whole hour and a half. But thank you for joining us for our recap of uh, the Sunday episode of Big Brother. Uh, as always, our new uh, live stream schedule Mondays at six Eastern ish. Wednesdays at 3 Eastern-ish. Fridays at 6 Mm -hmm. Eastern-ish. We'll be live talking about... Oh, my God. Talking about uh, Big Brother. So we will be back Wednesday at 3 Eastern to talk about all of the live feed updates that have happened. A quick little check-in before our Wednesday episode. And then we will be back as well on Friday to talk about the second live eviction of the season. 
in the meantime, make sure to hit all of the applicable buttons on your preferred audio or visual platform that say that you support us because we love y'all's support and we support you. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cut Pod for all of your most up-to-date cut news. Get your merch as well. Link in the description below. And if you want to follow the five of us, we're really great. And all we're talking about right now is really Big Brother. So <laughs> if you're a BB fan, follow us. We're watching the feeds. Interact with us. We want to hear everything that y'all have to say. So with all that being said, cheers, y'all. Cheers. cheers. And make sure to expect the unexpected. Big blue couch. Not big blue couch. <laughs> <laughs>